You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, Brett. Thank you, Alliance. Uh, you heard me say goodbye to Brett. He's on his way over to Elliott and 48th Street. That's our old haunts there. That's the old the old station. Elliott and 48th Street is where he's going this morning, and he'll be at Safeway. And he's going to have the Operation Hydration. The trucks are there. They're uh, empty, and it's uh, our job to fill them up. And you guys always do such a nice job helping us out with that. So immediately I thank you and tell you uh, this is great. Everything you do is amazing. There's nothing more I can tell you that you don't already know. But we need some water, and it helps out. I say this with kind of like an exhale because every year you wonder, is this the year that no one's going to help out, nothing's going to happen, we're going to let down the charity? So far, that's never happened. In fact, every year it's gotten even bigger. The one year I was most surprised by was the uh, COVID we still did oh, this. Oh, be quiet. It, yeah, you think. Exploded. Like, people were just helping. So this year's been amazing. I'll tell you exactly why it just went over the top. But uh, it is all for our friends at the Phoenix Rescue Mission. And you can donate a case of water to help out the Operation Hydration and help this incredibly warm summer where Joe Biden, statistically not necessarily correct, was talking about how heat kills more than any other uh, weather event combined, which isn't true. Heat does It does a lot. And we, we know that. And it's done some damage this year. And again, no one should die from it. It shouldn't be. I mean, some people, honestly, some people just put themselves in a position to never be okay. There's not a lot you can do to stop that. But if there's somebody who wants water and can't find water and dies from not having it, that's on us. That's on a city. So you guys doing this is great. Safeway will help you out. They got cases inside. You can drop them off. Brett's going to have Shinedown tickets. That's happening October 12th. That's closer than you think. Avenge Sevenfold, which I cannot wait to see. Not that I don't want to see Shinedown. But Avenged Sevenfold is this new album. I either love it or you hate it, and I'm on the love side of that thing. I've become a big Avenged Sevenfold fan. They're going to be here October 8th. Brett's got tickets for that. Uh, KUPD stuff like crazy. So 48th Street and Elliott is where he's going this morning. And the reason I bring all this up is yesterday there's a truck that showed up and just announced some stuff, dropped off a bunch of water. We were really happy with that. Then I get a phone call from... uh, like, and we've got our sponsors for this thing, you know, Lerner and Rose behind it. We've got Lawson Family Plumbing. They're there. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Liquid uh, Liquid Death, Death Water. Yep. Uh, Port of Subs. Like, they've all helped out and done great things. Well, the folks over at Hensley, and uh, th- it's amazing what they did. They've got an operation that they're like, hey, we've got this uh, electrolyte water that these guys wanted to help out with, and we're partnering with them. I don't know their affiliation. He said, we'll be all right if we dropped off some water. I'm like, of course. With electrolytes. But yeah, it's called uh, Suero. Suero. Huh? How about that? I can I can roll the R's, Brady. It's called Suero. I can't. I know. Don't try. You're going to especially. Can you not do it? For real? Suero. Not really. You can't do that? Suero. Suero. No, you sound like you're choking. Suero. <laughs> you're drowning. Uh, don't. You're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> Suero. Uh, you could never be Mexican, which is what your parents used to threaten you with when you were a bad boy. Um... And I'm like, yeah, drop that off. Tad 
uh, was the dude who talked about it. These guys over there were like, we want to help. 26,000 bottles. Did you hear me? I heard you. <laughs> Come on. That's a lot. That's a mega load. <laughs> I think that's the right number. I may be wrong, and the guys at the factory are like, wait a minute, no, we didn't do that. But uh, that was the math we were doing. I mean, this is amazing. They're dropping off loads of this stuff, and they're taking it right to the Phoenix Rescue Mission. So that place is about to get blown up. That and the fact that we've got these dudes at Suero saying, hey, just thanks, man. Like, they're thanking us. What? So my goal today is to go get a case of suero and try this stuff out in the first place. And uh, holy crap, that is a ton. So this donation just went, and they're like, can we, can we donate this? Uh, yeah, I think that's okay. It's like, I don't yeah, think, let me check. I don't, yes. think, I don't think anybody's sitting there going, I'm not drinking that, but I'll try something else. It's not like they're bellying up to a bar. It's water. Suero. So I was knocked out. That was awesome. So thank you to, there it is. Thank you to the folks there for helping us out and doing the thing. Suero. Brady struggled. Can you say it to later? You can do it. Suero. Yeah, he's very good at it. Suero. Nope. You didn't roll it. Oh, I nailed it. No, you didn't roll it. I like how you attack it. Suero. Suero. Yeah, I like rolling R's in your, Yeah, it's like putting it in your throat. Try it sexy. Suero. Suero. Rico. Suero. Can you do rico? Rico. Suave. No, I want to hear you do it. Rico. Yeah, see, you can get that. It's the same Suero. thing. There it is. There Although it, is. it does sound a little bit like a loogie. We're going to work yeah, on that. Yeah. You're going to get a B this year in Spanish. That's for sure. So a I was bit. so happy about that. And the fact that they were asked, they were thanking us. <laughs> Knock it off. So they load up. The, the great news on that is that we got the donation. This is amazing. Puts us way over where we uh, expected to be. The... Uh, the John's going to throw a wet blanket on it now, is that it'll be gone by September 1st. Oh, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like, the, the nutty part is, is this stuff will be gone before summer's over, which is mind-blowing. So, thank you, dudes at, the ladies and gentlemen so what of What we're Swarrow. saying is you're, you're oh. on your own after the summer. Yeah, and just get that in your head. Make that, like, your favorite thing. Yeah, you're, yeah. once it cools down, you can suck a puddle. I don't know what to do. We're out of water. But for now, it's amazing. And, and you know, this problem, that is an awful lot. So maybe they don't run out. But, I mean, we've got that. The drinking team's dropped off full semis. I think they dropped off close to 20,000 bottles that one Matt year. Matt Taylor donated 10,000 bottles, five pallets Unreal. of water. It's amazing. And they, they are blowing through it. You don't realize how much needs to go out. 10,000 bottles of water is, uh, you know, when you're walking around, and you're like, these people need, it's like two or three bottles of water per person. You're going to knock that out pretty hard. So it's pretty amazing. So thank you to Suero. I had not heard of you prior to yesterday, and now that's all I'm thinking about. So when I think I need that, that is the stuff I'm going to go. Thank you, guys. I can't even. I, I, they said thank you to me. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Talking to Tad yesterday. He's like, just, you know, thanks for that. I'm like, thank, what are you thanking me for? I'm the one saying yes. I'm the taker. Thank you. And thanks to everybody else who helped out. Now, don't let this be your excuse because you got all that water. You don't need me. Let's go for more. Let's go for broke here, man. Let's try to keep this thing. Wouldn't it be great if they called us and said, you know what? We're good till next summer. Right. It's very possible that if we, we can. We had to open up another warehouse. If we can keep them, uh, you know, in high cotton until the end of October, the water supply need drops drastically when the weather gets real nice. So then we, don't need, it. we don't need it again until May. That would be incredible. Like they can kind of 
survive it. It's those Christmas drives. I always wonder, like, what? Because they always say, oh, yeah, everybody drops food off in Thanksgiving and Christmas. And then in February through May, nobody thinks about us. Yep. And they run shy. That's when it starts running low. And they get tight ship on that thing at the end there because they can feed everybody. And they try to salvage turkeys. It's not easy to do. Uh, so thank you guys. That is awesome. And, th- and the guys at Hensley and everybody have always been so incredible to us. And, and they're the liquid death thing, and that's great too. But I, this is above and beyond to, to moves I've never seen before. So thank you. Uh, Brett's on his way out there. Elliot and 48th Street. And I swear he will treat you right when you go out there. Shine down and avenge seven-fold uh, tickets. Uh, ready to go. Signing up for that. We'll talk to Brett in a little while. Um, Brady brought up Lizzo a second ago. And... Uh, I don't know. There's some sort of Cheshire cat grin I've got going on with the Lizzo thing. And I don't know why. Like, I'm kind of happy this is happening. She's got six more dancers that have come out and said that she runs a toxic work environment. It's now up to nine, I think. But is this also, um, it's dancers that tour with her. Mm-hmm. And then there's, um, are they all in one? Because she had that reality show. Yeah, they've got the, the dance. Well, and I think was, some of those girls. It was well, like the reality an idol. show was to get yeah. the girls They're for dancers, the tour. Right. Right? It was an yeah. audition. For more dancers. And that whole show is about don't bully people, treat everyone with respect. And Lizzo's big message, and I guess I kind of like enjoy when people garner attention for being different, I guess, in the ways that and her beauty standard thing was a big message. Like, yeah, beautiful is whatever it is. And I've been, and she'd cry all the time saying, look, it's been a struggle for me. And people, and you kind of feel sorry for her. And then she's like, but bullying is bad. Body positivity is the only way. And you're like, I get your message. It always, for some reason, and I'm not saying I had my finger on the pulse on this, it always rang sort of hollow for me that she was using her size and that message as a way to get attention rather than actually mean it. You know, like I'm big. and She owns it. A way to deflect what you're thinking about me is for me to say you're a bully before you can say anything. So she kind of deflected all the negative criticism by saying, by jumping all over the obvious immediately, making it the body like, positive. Right. And then making you the bad guy for even having it in your brain. And you're like, okay, you, I was thinking you're fat. I, and like when our Ari Spears said, uh, when the guy asked him a question, it said, oh, it's terrible, but it's so funny. He goes, uh, something about how big is a woman that you'd want to go with and he starts naming women he says what about lizzo and he goes oh no he said not because she's fat though it's because she looks like the <laughs> emoji <laughs> and i'm like ah! "Ooh, but i'm the bully for laughing at that so she had this whole message of no bullying body positivity be nice to everybody and then behind the scenes now it's coming out that she not only wasn't that person if this is true that she was bullying people for their weight she was attacking them to do, not, but she was the diva. She was a Isn't giant. Isn't that kind diva. of the classic tale too, though? The the bully ends up kind of, or the bullied ends up with the person a bit blowing of power, the with a little bit of power. They end up reflecting yeah. some of that back onto the society yeah. because they haven't had a chance to do that. Right. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like if I start attacking bald people. But right. I'm like I'm a big advocate right. for not making fun of bald because people because I don't of, want to be teased. Yes. But I do like the jokes. Right. And that's kind of what this has come out to. It's like, don't make fun of me. Make fun of these other fat people. Like, I'll do it. And then, but Brady, and we were talking before the show about how Madonna, uh, I mean, God, how many of them in the past? Uh, Beyonce, even at a certain point, all of her dancers weren't allowed to talk to her. And it's like the diva factor kicks in and you kind of join into the party. I'm positive Madonna's dance troupe had to do some stuff or they were out. That seemed oh, like yeah. a dictatorship from the beginning. Oh. 
when Madonna walked in the room, the dancers did what she said. They were part of the party or they weren't. And she, and in a way, when you're throwing a party like that, you don't want anybody kind of side-eyeing going, I'm not real comfortable with this. You get you get rid of them. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning somebody all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. Yes. You want everybody on the same page of like debauchery. I need this to be a all in one kind of three musketeers moment that we're going to eat bananas out of strippers and nobody's going to be upset with that because. Which is almost impossible to do. Eat bananas out of strippers? No, it's really easy. You no, just, it's, banana no, goes right everyone in. everyone on the same, um, you know, your whole crew. But that's the that. point. Yeah. But, like, and maybe Madonna did that. She did, because there's nobody yeah. coming out going, Madonna treated me like this. And if they did, they'd be like, well, you knew what you were getting into. Like, in a way, I kind of respect the idea of, like, look, we're throwing a massive party. If you want to be part of it, you're going to see and do things that are horrible. If you don't want to do it, there's the That's door. fine. Don't but hold it still, But don't get mad at me that you can't be part of the dance troupe, because we're nuts. And to be part of Madonna's crew, you had to be extremely goofy and sexually open, I assume. There were no Mormons in Madonna's dance crew going, you know, I don't think this is right. You just don't want that person at the party. You don't want the person at the party that doesn't drink if it's a let's all get drunk party. You don't want a swingers party and have somebody who's like never done it before. A virgin that's like kind of like, oh, I got, you know, real hangups about that. You shouldn't be here. You need to go. I'm getting kicked out. Yeah, you can't be here. So you need everybody on the same page. So I get it. But Lizzo lured everyone in thinking we're on a safe page and then she attacked them right so that's right. different if it's true if because all this that, stuff's real those culture things go on everywhere especially in athletics like our football teams what's the first thing they talk about all the time culture yeah we're we're, we're changing culture here this is part of the culture and there's clicks on the team sure. too yeah absolutely yeah. but there's also the guy who's like when it, you know when it gets to the point where this is how this coach runs it and one guy steps out of line and says, I don't like how he runs it, he goes. The team doesn't change. He leaves. Or you end up being like Sean Payton and you flame Nathaniel right. Hackett on your way out. <laughs> but yeah, well, that was just silly. But if you had a, a group of 53 people and one guy's going, I don't like how this is happening. Like it's going on in Washington right now. Yep. Where the player's like, I don't like the way Eric Bieniemy does stuff. And the coach made a mistake. Rivera goes out and says, yeah, we, we had to pull him back a little bit. Now they just neutered the guy. Yep. It gave power to the wrong people. But when you lure people in with safety and then attack them, I kind of look at it and I'm like, you kind of, you, you stepped in your own pile. You stepped in the emoji that looks like you. You can't have that. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that one dude you can't, you know, the, the narc. You don't want somebody that's going to tattle. Every, every office has it. Every office has that one guy you're like, we don't talk around him. He's probably going to tell also, us. But people also, you know, well, I think the some of the correcting part of that is in the past that person would be shunned, and right. that's like like they'd weed that person out and Good. make it miserable for him. Good. I disagree with it. If you're in a if I'm if I'm at Charlie Sheen's house and I'm being shunned, it's because I'm not playing along. 
And I need to make the decision to leave. I shouldn't sit and say, oh, everybody's doing it wrong because I don't like this. I don't like it. I have the right if to go. They're, if they're spouting out like that, but if they're not saying anything or not, you know, just because if, you're not. If you're, you're not participating, there. what are you doing there? In, yeah. my, in my opinion, if you're not willing to buy in. But in right. this context, as far as that you're in business and then this is outside of business, if you're not. You know, like I'm, I'm talking about the Lizzo situation, right? But Lizzo's different. You know, than what you we're get saying. shunned if you're not. You know, this is outside of stuff. There's, there's, everyone has been in a uh, company situation where, oh, I gotta, you know, I better do this. It'll happen. No matter I what. I would argue that the time to speak up is the first tour stop, not right. at the Again, it's not speaking in, up. In there, there's a problem. It's like, but Lizzo's different than what we're saying because Lizzo's the one that made it seem like they were safe, and she was the attacker. So every, it's like she's the outcast yeah. in the situation you're and talking about. And on the about, same situation, we're also assuming you're, that, that Lizzo's guilty of this. Right. Well, that, well let's, just, let's the, just play the game that yeah, she is, like yeah. if this is happening. But again, like you said, the office thing. If you're the office weirdo, if you're being shunned, it isn't other people's fault. You'll get shunned a lot uh, quicker if you're mouthing off. But even if you're stuff. not, if you're just not participating and people look at you like, mm, not going to include them. Yeah. I, I agree with that. You're the one that needs to socially adapt to what's going on or admit I don't fit in here and just go about your business. And that's, that's it. That's what I, I mean. That's tougher to do sometimes because then, like, then that's on you. That's 100 percent the individual. Yeah, you've got to deal and say, you know, I'm going to do my own thing. But if, if I'm getting, you know, that's where the bullying happens. That Look, I'm just do my own thing. Oh, you're going to do your own thing. Right. You know, you're not. Okay. And you're not saying anything about it, but they're just going. There's different situations. It's hard. I'm trying to. Describe I'm just saying, it. if you're if you're an individual that's partying with people, and you don't like the party, and then you complain about the party, yeah. that's on you. Well, I can give you a prime. You know, like uh, in my fraternity in college, people can. You know, oh, you don't drink, and you're in a fraternity. I and I, I was like, right. I'm fine with that. I I don't do that. I get asked to join this fraternity, sure. become social. You know, but I never was. Like the one pointing out, oh, man, you're going too far. Right. But I here's the thing. I think that's the difference that John's talking yeah. about. You participated in the party. You became yeah. a trustworthy member. If you, you, weren't being out, you weren't being shunned out of it. Right. Had you been the guy that stood with your arms folded going, we're throwing another party? Then it's yeah. a different Then you're like, oh, God, yeah. Brady's here. You become the guy that should be shunned. You yeah. go to Charlie Sheen's house mm-hmm. and complain that Hookers Charlie Sheen's blow. stuff's happening. You're the problem. You go to OJ's house. And it gets weird. You went to OJ's house. I, I, I just don't think it's one yeah. of those. And that's why the Lizzo thing is like the opposite. She invited you in saying everything's great here. All are welcome. And then attacked you. Like, wait a minute. This is so they kind of have a right. So I'm kind of like sitting back going, all right, this is the opposite of what you've presented. And now you're getting hit by it if it's real. But uh, like you said, I disagree. That I think that the, we do it here in this building. There's three or four people in this building. Like if they're in the room, we clam up. Thousand percent. No, I'm not. I'm not. He's not playing along. And this dude the, doesn't play along. And on the flip side, when we walk into certain groups, they clam. Absolutely, up. they don't want to hit, right. say things. Around I get us. it all the time. It's I, like, oh, yeah, John's totally here. Understand don't it too. make a mistake. Going on the yeah. air. I mean, and it, a lot of stuff doesn't. But Susan's always like, "How come she doesn't get made fun of on the air?" I'm like, "Because she isn't as bad as you." <laughs> and I always make her more. Un- but she's playing with me. She's in the game. If you're a person that's standing on the outskirts of the game, complaining about the game. 
It's almost a Colin Kaepernick What's thing. What's even worse? Like, you're yeah. standing on the outside of the game with your gear, yeah. wanting to play, and then you're questioning. But the you rules. question how they play. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think that I think shunning is absolutely necessary for social growth. You realize I'm not fitting in, yes. and it isn't about conforming. It's like, what am I doing that isn't right? And you, and some people just fall in, conform, and don't believe it. Or some people realize, oh. Is it because I'm constantly telling everybody that they're wrong? Is it constantly telling everybody that what they're doing? To, you know, people don't want a mirror in their face when they're drunk. Right. When you're having a party and having right. fun, you know you're an idiot. Right. You know you're acting like a dick. You don't need the sober guy to go, you know, you're really acting foolish. Like, get out of here. You're no fun. But you want sober people that can be fun with you. You don't want sober people that are judgmental. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the party. So, yes, you shun the one that's judgmental. I don't want to sit there with somebody. I don't go drinking with a bunch of people that don't drink. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll conform to them. Like, if it's a party of people that don't drink, I'll have a Diet Coke with them. I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and act like it's time to go. I read the room. I don't want to be the, oh, he's going to drink all night, guy. Because yep. now I've joined your party. I'm the one who's not right. You're also a, a controlled drinker for I'm the good most at part. It. What you're saying is I'm good at it. Yeah. And, and most people are, but you'll have those ones that just like, uh-oh, as as you're not going to go out drinking with this guy because it's going to end up. Right. But the bottom line is if I go out with people who don't drink, I'm not drinking. I'm not going to go, Woo, what's wrong with you right. guys? It's right. just, just you're the idiot. You deserve to be shunned when you don't fit. And that's the thing that I'm like, you know, these Lizzo people are like, all right. Once it started going bananas in the strippers, all of you could have left. You stuck around, and now you're complaining that this was a weird environment. Go dance for someone else. And I think they, be, uh, you know, they feel, oh, if I step out of here, then I'm going to get shamed. Here's the thing: Lizzo is the only place those people will get jobs dancing. That's yep. the flip side. Of so it that there's I was the at real too, problem: is, like, is that Lizzo is the only one employing these people, and, and Lizzo, Lizzo took advantage on that. Advantage that's of that. what I'm thinking. Lizzo's too. like, you got that's nowhere what, to go. That's what you're I'm not getting thinking. any I'm jobs you looking like you'll that. Never get. Push you. Yeah. So deep down, Lizzo knows. I'm the only one that's making your fat ass money. I mean, you might get a job with Billie Eilish, one of you, but not the whole lot. So do what I say or you're out, and you know it's going to be a struggle for you, dancer. My friend just texted in, whoa, it is self-growth week on HMS That's right. this week. We are touching some topics. Man. I don't even know. I'm not growing. I'm just pointing out. If you're with a bunch of people that are well, doing stuff you don't like, stop hanging out with them. She's talking about yesterday, especially the totaled conversation. Oh yeah, no, today. that's true. Well, the totaled conversation <laughs> had a lot of emails yesterday. Of dudes who took advantage of the time totally. to tell me about their terrible marriages on email. Dude, that totaled conversation. The only reason I'm oh, in this thing is because I don't want to pay her. You opened up the safe space oh, yesterday. Hey, that's not on me. I wish that was. What we did was open up a dream box for a lot of people. Sit and go. If that was real. I could leave and she, I wouldn't have to, I, the, the price tag would be so much lower. You get a discount divorce. And then we get the flip side of this. Texter says, F those bitches. SeaWorld yep. is always hiring. Exactly. <laughs> See? And that's the fun of it all. That is a guy who likes to party with us. The people that email go, I can't believe you made that joke about it. We don't want you in the audience. We want a group of fun people that are like, ah, that was a zinger. That kind of hurt my feelings, but I got to move on. I, I want, uh, you know, nobody with a stick in their ass. That's the HMS audience. That's what we like. When someone with a stick in their ass shows up, we get an email. I got to sit in Larry's office. Like, I got to call this person and listen to them tell me how I shouldn't do yep. this. And the show shouldn't have that. And you shouldn't rely on that for humor. And it's like, oh, you don't know. Shut up. But I got to be nice. 
Like the philosopher D.L. Hughley once said, John, if I can't lift you, I can't love you. (laughs) (laughs) I love D.L. Hughley. That's great. I want a T-shirt. I want a T-shirt that says that. But yeah, fact of the matter is, you know, you know where I wouldn't fit in at all? Like Camp Anorexia. No one's going to look at me and go, oh, you. You don't have a problem. Like, I've been walking and go, oh, it's so bad right now. I'm like, you've got a little bit of a gut. I'm like, ah, it's terrible what's going on. Talking about a fun group. I'm not eating dinners and stuff. I eat breakfast and lunch. I'm really struggling. The dinners, I'm struggling with dinner. I'll get out of here with you. My name's Brady. (laughs) I'm anorexic. (laughs) Get him out of here immediately. This guy doesn't have a problem yet. You showed up too early. I'd have a lawsuit. They're bullying me. (laughs) Hey, bully. Hey, fat ass. Get out of here. We've got real. Oh, I can't believe you guys would call me that. Bullies. But it's a group of bullies I think you can handle. Like, if there's a group of bullies I want to beat up, it's the anorexics. Like, if I got a gang... I think we'd all get in that line. No, it would look like the end of Clash of the Titans when all the skeletons started to come at you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jason, really? Was that Jason and the Argonauts or whatever? Yeah. It's like that yes. terrible animation of skeletons. Yeah, I'm not afraid of a gang of anorexics mad at me for being a little chunky and showing up at their meetings. You just don't go. You realize, ah, you shouldn't be here. That's it. It's just know your group. Or expect to be cast, like, uh, like kind of out of it. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Mornings on 98KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, you know, uh, there's a reason why uh, the black fraternity isn't exactly like, John, you come too. Oh, oh. Oh, I see. You guys kind of want no commonality. You want a group of people that kind of get each other. Yes. You don't need this fly in the ointment coming around going, Brady. I don't understand any of your references. Why aren't you talking to me? Brady. Brady's got the handshake and Winston wants you to do it with him. He's like, I got to find out if Brady knows. And I said, what will happen if Brady gives you the secret handshake and he goes, I'll go back. We'll change it. <laughs> the, the whole the nationwide whole international <laughs> fraternity will change the handshake if Brady knows it. He shouldn't know that. I'm like, all right. If it's the secret, if I know the secret handshake, that's all that matters, Brady. Uh, then it's all. Then it's universal, right? No, it's not in the fraternity world. Could be. All I did was, you know, shake the guy's hand using yours. Thing, yeah. All I'll tell you is this: if you know theirs, they're coming up with a new one, and there's going to be a meeting in Las Vegas when they all show up. The convention in the purple and gold, and start screaming and yelling in the middle of the casino and scare everybody. Because look. As I'm in a lawsuit right now because I shared my secret handshake. Yeah. It so, happens. Uh-huh. Bate is suing me. If I am honest with myself, I've never been more racially afraid in my life than the day I was sitting at a top dollar machine at the Aria in Las Vegas. And about 60 black guys stood up at once and started some sort of a weird dance. Right. And they were all dressed the same. And I'm like, well... This is the day I die. Because I didn't think that this was a celebration. I thought this was some sort of tribal ritual and I was going to be murdered. <laughs> then I'm like, like, oh, the, they're uh, just having a good time. Whew, that was feel like scary. New Zealand all blacks were coming in doing a haka. I watched 80 black guys stand up and one guy go, all right. I'm like, uh-huh. Oh, I don't like this at all. Here we go. And they start, oh. Yep. And I'm like, what is happening? The murder has a dance. I went right to crime, like immediately. You see that many people that look exactly the same stand up. Not exactly the same. That was rude. Wow. They, they, well, they were all dressed the same as wow. what I meant. Yeah, you know what I meant. I could tell them apart visually, facially, but their clothes were, they all wore purple and gold. 
And then they started dancing. I'm like, well, this is the Kill Whitey day. This is it. This is YT. And I, that's Gil. Omega! That's, that's my wife. I didn't know what they were saying. It was gibberish. I didn't know what was going on. It was a lot of yelling and a lot. And I just heard, all right! And whoosh, everybody stood up. And this dance started, and I'm like scared to death. And then I realized it was fun. And I just kept playing the machine. I'm like, I don't belong to this group, and this is fine. They're having a nice time. There will be no crimes. Later that night, I'm at a Terrence Crawford fight, sitting in the front row with my friend Mark. He had not seen this yet. The entire arena. All right! Every aisle. Ten different dudes in purple and gold start doing the dance and the song. And they have this whole thing performed. And my friend Mark's like, what's happening? I'm like, don't worry, I've seen it. It's a celebration. (laughs) (laughs) This this isn't a bad thing at all. It isn't a bad thing at all. It's actually really fun. Just give it a second. I know initially your thoughts are, today I die. But that goes away kind of quick. And then you realize it's actually a pretty fun song. It was nonstop. But I wasn't part of that group. They didn't grab me. At, they didn't look to the audience and go, you come with. And I, ex- and I wasn't offended by it because I don't have a stick in my ass. That's your party. Have a great time. You probably don't think I relate to you, so you're not even going to give me a chance. I get it. And I'm not mad about it. I don't know why everybody's so mad about not being included in everything. Sometimes you are shunned from something. It's for your own good. You don't, you're not one of the crew and you probably have a crew of people you shun people everybody does so what you're saying john is it's like going to a gay bar and being mad that everyone around you <laughs> right where are the bitches is doing gay things <laughs> right why are these guys making out all the time and then somebody tries to kiss you and you're like this is ridiculous like you walked into a gay bar you you sort of breached the unknown and they assume there's an assumption when you're in a gay bar you're gonna play along that's the big message. Play along, for Christ's sake. Quit worrying I about... I came to the banana bar to eat a banana. <laughs> right. Quit. Yeah, I came to the sex show <laughs> for the food. It's like strip clubs. I found out when I was 29, strip clubs had meals. <laughs> I didn't know that. Why? And I well, thought to myself, who would eat here? And it was good. And then we were taking the lunch a few it times. Was, at the I one. had steak and broccoli and mashed potatoes. And it was great. <laughs> Meanwhile, a mother of three, clearly, was dancing the Monday shift while I ate my lunch. And I asked her, plate, ma'am, could you get your vagina away from my meal? This is disgusting. Don't say it, Brady. Hanger steaks. <laughs> oh, there were hanger steaks. There was some, oof, there was the car wash deal right there. Hold my baby while you eat your potatoes. No, I don't want to hold your child. No, I just had it. I know. Cut the cord. No, this oh, is the worst I dance won't. ever. And then at that moment, I realized I don't want to mix nudity with my meal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is not a place that I'm going to eat again. It's tough. It's not their fault. It's me. You should be shunned from some things. Shunning is good for you because it makes you realize, oh, I fit in or I don't. I want to fit in. I have to change my ways. Or I don't. You know I the, leave it alone. Let you know the parameters. Let you know where you stand. Yeah. If you're, you know. Shunning is good. The group over here that you're weird about is right. way too far left and swing right. a little bit more right. Oh, here we go. Here, my boy's at it again. Yep. I had to, get, had to bring it into politics. Yep. <laughs> left and right. Oh, boy. Yep. It's good for you. You're going to shunned. Not all are welcome. I've been shunned yeah. already. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, about. you've been shunned. <laughs> what are you talking about? My You're dad, not getting... Yeah. My, it's the, my shunning started early. Yeah, you got birth shunned. Yeah. That's a good shunning. Like that's that dude, a, that's like, one of the better He shunnings. doesn't fit in. Like, he's a minute old. But I don't like his attitude. <laughs> he's too I'm liberal. Out. He's too liberal. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got too many wacky left. He's a communist. That's a communist newborn. <laughs> I'm Look out. Look at him. I'm out. I'm back to the gold mine. <laughs> Anyway, 
Yeah, it's not even like a message. It's just like when you join the Madonna party and you're mad that you're at the Madonna party, leave. Yes. It's not Madonna and her friend's fault. Sorry, you didn't fit in. That's a life lesson to me. That isn't a lawsuit. You don't fit into or something. Or enjoy it's, yourself. Or, or cave. Okay. Pull the, the stick out of your ass and recognize your surroundings. You can still have a good time without having, right. you know, I'm sure right. you're not pressured. No one's making you do this. You can leave you can, if they do. Ways you're at the Madonna yeah. party. You're at the Lizzo party. If she's a bitch, leave. And, the and I get is, it. It's your employment. So there's a certain part of that that you say, well, but that's not part of your employment. Now you've got something. If you're like, if it's the employment and it's pushing it to that limit, that's not part of the job. I don't remember Madonna firing people because they wouldn't eat bananas out of a stripper. But I'm guessing you weren't really the most popular one at the party the next time, and you kind of started probably getting pushed out. It's the way our old manager used to take you off the schedule. Yes, like why you're not fitting in. So it's just you can't just fire somebody. You can't also say if you don't eat that banana out of that stripper, you can't work for me. Right? There's Lizzo's mistake. But again, if you're playing along, you're at a party, and you're like, hey, free trip to the, you know, Cancun on my private jet. First person needs a banana out of that. That's just a fun party to me. But to some people, that's like threatening and everything else. Well, I'm going to be I'm going to be here longer than you then. I think a prevalence of all these what are seemingly frivolous lawsuits yeah. ends up demeaning the, yeah, the real the, ones. The real ones. Yeah. When you've been really yeah. egregiously affected by yeah. something also, other, knowing that about. if you want to hurt somebody you. or you, you don't like that person, it's uh, knowing how it works so quickly yeah. that you report that immediately. That person is guilty. People just yeah. used to be cooler. Yep. You'd go guilty on, you'd go on tour with Van Halen and you'd have those moments where you're like, this is getting out of hand. And you'd walk away from it. It wasn't Van Halen's fault. You didn't try to stop them. You just moved away from it. If you felt personally threatened or whatever, that's different. But nobody's threatening Lizzo's dance. She's just mean. But it is kind of a different thing because she did a safety thing first and then and then attacked. I don't think Van Halen ever said this is a safe place for you. They made it. Guns N' Roses never once said this is a safe place to hang out. You walk into the Guns N' Roses party and you're like, are we all going to be okay? The answer is no. And if you're worried about it, leave. Because there's going to be things said that aren't good. There's going to be things done that aren't good. There's going to be threats on jobs, lives, and everything else. You walked into it. You're playing the game. It is not their fault. You're the one percenter that walks into the, uh, you know, if you're the uh, girl that walks into a Guns N' Roses backstage party. Right. And they're That's like, like, oh, we're, we're not can, here to talk. Again, and, uh, nobody can attack you, but you no. walked in. The assumption is you're there to party. Yep. And when you start putting up a fight, it's like, well shunner or i don't know what's going on nobody wants you around though that's for sure connie the virgin wandering into the guns and roses party is going to make people uh, awkward and she's going to feel terrible you said it a couple of times earlier read the room yeah if you're not fitting in maybe it's on you it's on you it's almost always on you when you're not fitting in yeah if you're under attack that's rather than trying to make everyone else conform to you realize you're not fitting in i go to the lizzo banana dance and i'm not fat they'd probably make fun of me for being just i'm not a good dancer so i wouldn't even try hey, bones yeah <laughs> they'd yeah, probably be my nickname i'd be bones they call me jay buner i'd just be bones <laughs> hey bones eat that banana out of that stripper i'm like you got it boss this is a fun fun <laughs> job do i have to eat it all the way to the root or can i leave a little space like how about an inch before i'm not touching her i'll eat the banana you don't eat it all the way down you're fired bones oh lizzo you all right I do get the trip, right? But that's because I'm not uptight about that. Yeah, now, if, if someone 
If I wander yeah, into a that, church, that's a little ridiculous. That whole scenario. I wander into a church and they start making me do church stuff, and I start complaining about what they're making me do. That's on me. I'm not religious. Yeah. I'm not comfortable there. It's not m- their fault. It's Look, mine. I shouldn't he was be comfortable there. making out with the priest. <laughs> right. I mean, right. That's his choice. I shouldn't be the one blowing the dude in the dress. It usually worked the other way. But now I'm old and gross. <laughs> John, you triggered something in me because I went to a strip club with a friend for a New Year's Eve lunch. That's right. Yeah. Gross. Had the buffet and there's nothing like eating fish Ugh. with baby oil and glitter all Ugh. over the place. Ugh. Yeah, I just see now that's me. That's but I don't, you know, I just think it's gross. The only thing I've ever threatened someone's job over was our receptionist taking pop tarts into the ladies' room for her for her afternoon dump. And I said, What are you doing? I'm gonna go eat my lunch. In the bathroom? Yeah, it's my only time. What are you gonna do in there? Which is eat it at your desk. I gotta go. You're fired. What? I mean, you can't do that. That's not a thing I'll allow. That's not a we can't have that. You can't eat two strawberry Pop-Tarts and take a dump and have me outside the door knowing about it. We have to let you go. It was a big dust-up. But that was my one moment of like, I got to... And if that I was, was your flex. Oh, that was, was my flex. big flex. That was a, That's gross. I was just yeah. teaching that lady some manners. <laughs> that is disgusting. And it plus, is a little weird at the... Uh, you know, when you're talking about the strip club thing and you, you, you have your uh, cheeseburger and something... No, I, I'm okay on the dance. You're yeah. never comfortable. Hang on a second. I'm going to wipe some of the grease off my hand and stuff a dollar in your vagina. There you go. I hope that didn't burn. You're, you're holding your sandwich. No, you got salt on your fingers. Yeah, it's probably smoky right now. You'll be all right in a second. <laughs> give it a second. You're used to it, right? That thing's probably got no feeling. You need a jackhammer to get this one Can you give me 10 minutes? Off. Let me pound this yeah. thing and then come back. Yeah. I'm going to crush my burger real quick. <laughs> Fries. And I'm like a shark. It's going to come right out of me. Then I'm going to come back here with some rust button and start feeding you money. Awesome. Yeah, you got it, baby. What's for dessert? Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. Ooh, strawberry ice cream. It's, and the strawberry parfait is called that time of the month. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> One step too far. Would you like a little no, I'm Dakota, D- Dakota strawberry topping? Heck yeah. Okay, I'll have it that time of the month. I'll have the 28-day strawberry shake and uh, <laughs> yeah, the hanger steak. That'll be good. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Brett's out there at Elliott and 48th Street this morning. He's at Safeway for Operation Hydration, doing good things. And if you don't want to donate water, don't go up to Brett and go, this is a dumb thing. It's the people that comment on Yahoo. What a stupid article. Yep. Why in the world did you comment on something you did? Just move on. It's articles like this that piss me off. I don't like if People email and go, I don't like your topic. Okay, you got options. Well, you, you got options. Stop doing what I don't like. So nope. many options. Nope. Go program your own thing. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Richard? Uh, it's brought to you by our friends at Action Ride Shop. Check them out on all the socials at Action Ride Shop or at actionrideshop.com corner at Gilbert and Southern in Mesa. Uh, Josh and the boys will take care of you for any of your mountain biking. Or if it's got wheels or goes down a mountain, they'll yeah. take care of it. Uh, on the list today, uh, walk a flock of flame for my dogs. Uh <laughs> Sorry, this dude just said, how about some steamed shrimp with that coochie dance? They're like, oh, my God, think of the worst possible meals, oyster plates and things like that. I had to tell my, uh, this was years ago, but a friend that used to own a couple of clubs. Yeah. 
gentlemen's clubs. This is going to be about the menu. He ordered it? a chef. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, you got to you gotta go down there and try this. What are you serving? In between? Oh, he makes an amazing fettuccine Alfredo. Oh, like, I don't know, out. Dave. That's a bad. Oh, there's so much out. in that building going in, sweat, just wringing it out. It blends right into the fettuccine. Yeah, I'm sure it's good, but I don't know if you should have yeah, that on. You don't want ejaculate colors near the plate because, the, the, you know, Halesh sitting at the table next to you in his sweatpants. I got photos in the This will hide it. Yeah, sweatpants guy is definitely touching the Alfredo. Then we'll step it up and watch and put some sun-dried tomatoes on there. Oh, come on. I like that you were a consultant for a strip club menu once. Like, you're never going to eat there. You never know. No, I know. You're never going there. You know they got a great fettuccine. You got to get past all the I, vaginas. You know, it was good. Um, your nineteen, your nineteen <laughs> hole isn't going to be eating. Yeah. Like, I'm this not is really eating good. here. I don't know if it would be. Would you like that with heroin? Uh, heroin or heroin on the side? <laughs> I'm not eating here with hoochie coochie all over it. <laughs> I'll eat it in the parking lot like a decent man. On the list, lots of different stuff. Uh, run the gamut of all of our topics this morning. We got uh, slaughter up all night for Brady, uh, Ozzy fire in the sky for Lizzo, fuel by Metallica for the Henry Ruggs sentencing. Oh yeah, Jeez. Uh, brink of extinction by Napalm Death because I don't want to be here anymore, boys. Okay. <laughs> yeah, is it the OJ thing? I don't know. Uh, poison, nothing but a good time for Ricky Rockman. Uh, yeah, that's not bad. Slaughter to prevail. Bang your head for Ricky. Wish by Nine Inch Nails. Good stuff there. Couple of suggestions for Slaughter. Why is Slaughter making to, to the up, up all night. night thing for Brady? We're yep. not doing that. <laughs> We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Uh, breaking the law for OJ. Ugly Kid Joe, I hate everything about you for multiple topics yeah, this morning, boys. I agree. Uh, Let's go with uh, Breaking the Law. Okay. We don't ever play that one, and it needs to be played. Because it, it leads into the next thing, too. I don't know if you saw the story with the mayor of Tampa hauled in 70 pounds of cocaine on a fishing trip just floating around in the bay. And it got me thinking, like, if the mayor of Tampa got hold of that, and it's just marked bundles of coke. It's got little butterflies on it, so yeah, it's like a company. That's that, the brand. That's how they get rid of their stuff. So the mayor of Tampa's like, yeah, we have a problem with this. They wash it up all the time. That's how much people do cocaine. Is that it just washes up and the right people find it. And back in the day, uh, I mean, like when I was would go to a spring break down in Florida, you'd see those um, fishing offshore yeah. and there's just bales of weed. It, it weed was? The, yeah. I've never, I, I would never even know to like look. Three times a captain of the boat when we're offshore, he's like right over there. Just a bundle three of bales. weed. Like, no kidding. kidding. Yeah. So they just shove it into the water, it floats, and then bad well, a lot guys of times they, um, you know, if you ever watch those documentaries, they're in those uh, boats, and if they're being chased or they think they they're on, dump they it. dump it. Because the thing that she said was there's a group of people that dump it in the water, and then another group that are designated to go out and get it out. That's, that's another part of the they plan? Used to do the, they used to do uh, airdrops. But that's message in a bottle stuff. You don't yeah. know where that's going. Well, I, the, And then the mayor gets it. So how many people have been, because I've never heard of it, how many people have been just fishing and get like 70 pounds of cocaine and look at each other like, all right, this is great. What a find. People were snagging random no, bales. Tags. Oh, the air tag them. Yeah. Is that right? Seriously, yeah. 
So if you find a bundle of cocaine, throw it back. Yeah. They're coming for you. But back it's in the, no look country look for old Back in the day, yeah. oh. before the air tag, there's a chance that you could find a, a bundle. But there was always air tags. If you watch No Country for Old Men, trackers were put in the money. Yeah. And that's how they always yeah, found those guys. So I think trackers have been around a yeah. long time. Okay. Just a little harder to air tags are a lot easier. Well, so if I so my thought was this is great. There is a burgeoning business that I have shunned in my life that maybe I shouldn't have because I have no Drugs? interest. Yeah, I have no interest in cocaine. But there's you a lot of money, money to be made. Like I have a Walter White thing going on right now where I'm like, there's too much money in there that I'm dodging. If they can just throw it in oceans and people pick it up and that's that's the plant, that seems kind of. Make your $120 mixtape like Ricky Rockman did. That's <laughs> his little baggies. I want to dabble in the oh, 70 the pounds. Yeah. Okay. I want to be a guy shoving it off the edge of a boat going, somebody will find it, and then we'll get our money. I don't know how this works, but I'm blown away that that's, you know, it's gotten to the point where we can just push it in the ocean and it ends up in the right hands. I that, just want to know if it's stereotypical, like if that mayor of Tampa took out the, the little pocket knife, yeah, and stuck licked it, it in and there, the, and uh, licked it, yeah. said, yep, that's it. Cocaine. This is good cut. This is Yayo, and it floated up here in the bay. <laughs> but Tampa's not like Cuba. It's not like close. It's just floating around in the bay. Uh, it's 90. Uh, no, that's Miami. Miles. Yeah. Tampa's way up the bay. No, it's on the other side. It's in the Gulf. That's what yeah, I'm but saying. There's nothing about this is Cuban to me. Like Cuba, I could see them pushing and floating and keeping their fingers crossed because that's what they do to even get to Miami. Tampa's pretty far away. That's just goofy people in the Gulf just pushing stuff into the water. I don't get it, man. Is that real here? Just, uh, just bundles of meth get pushed off the side of a truck and then the right guy picks it up? That seems like kind of a willy-nilly situation. And then they air tag it, so if the wrong person finds it, they, I uh, believe you have something for me in there. I was getting ready to turn yeah. it in. <laughs> I was going to give it back. There's 69 pounds, or there were 70. I think you guys need a better system than just shove it in the water. Finders keepers. That's where you get into the whole thing where they turn in. We uh, count... <laughs> Confiscated uh, eight hundred thousand dollars and some drugs. Yeah. Oh, there's that's what they reported. They turned it. Oh, look, until Toledo said the air tag thing, I'm keeping that. Yeah. Well, you just if you next time you're out deep sea fishing, John, just check yeah. your phone and your Bluetooth settings and see if anything pings. First person I call is my cop buddy. I got seventy pounds of cocaine. I'm not giving it to you. I want to figure out like good ways to get rid of it, and you can help. Like you're on the inside. And then we make like well, a million and a half dollar deal. Man. I need a crooked cop, and my seventy pounds of cocaine is going everywhere. That's all. Uh, that's all I need. John, my buddy is in the Coast Guard. He tells me, at least ninety percent of his job is shooting at drug running speedboats in it's just Florida. Pick stuff out of the water. <laughs> that's awesome. And he says yes, speedboats and air tags. Yep. This is all new to me. And the mayor of Tampa sitting there going, "Found another bundle of cocaine floating around in our Gulf." I, yeah, and the air tags. So and, if you find one, leave coming it, up right? from uh, Miami. They wouldn't do Miami to Tampa um, floats. No, like the speed boat. Drop them and I'm shove saying, them so off. So the boat's yeah. going off and That's up. we got to unload boat it with early. three stops for gas. I think you guys are discounting how far Tampa is from Miami. Well, they do that 90-mile shot yeah. from... Uh, well, they do that on, like, rafts and cardboard. It's further than... Uh, it's, a, it's a big state. So it's we're acting like it's just Miami and Tampa, and it's it's probably the whole damn coastline. I'm impressed. I'm impressed, and I'm interested. If they're hiring, I'd like to know about this. Did we ever talk about this? Guy says this isn't new, John. You need to get into this drug trade. Remember the big <laughs> giant catapult 
that they used oh, yeah. to, to launch the drugs across the border. I forgot about that. Fascinating. Two bundles just... of cannabis weighing a combined 47 pounds. Flipping it. kilos. Like that. Just throw it over there into the desert. Somebody will get it. And they would. This is a this is a very simple system, and I can. I, this seems right to me. This seems like something I should have, done, have looked into. Where was my guidance counselor? With I think you should be catapulting drugs over borders. Like, that if you're seems that resourceful, right. man. That's not very resourceful. That's no? just leaving it behind and hoping the right guy gets it. I don't know. I, th- I think if you're connected, you've got the right idea. Look, if I was at Bartlett Lake and shoved in contraband, I'd be I'd be like, okay, st- I hope the right guy gets this. Like I'd be so scared the whole time. A little bit, yeah. Seems like a cruddy story for, or a cruddy system for you, and you're going to end up having to tell lies and tales. What's the point of the air tags? Why not just get it to the right guy? Because then you got to go chase down the person that stole your cocaine. Boy, I would dig through there. A lot of work. Them. I'd find that air tag. That thing would be somewhere else. That would be in the bottom of the ocean, too. What a thing. Yeah, there's the catapult. They're, they're just humping drugs over the head. Thing is huge. This is what we can't stop. These dudes are just. This is Monty Python stuff. There's over two thousand trebuchets. Hold on, that's a billion dollar industry, right? Huck it at them, okay? That seems reasonable. Just huck it to them. Julio will get it. Do we know they're over there? No. You're just hucking drugs over a thing. They're gonna know we we're the ones with the catapult. I think we stand out. Nobody's even looking for a catapult. All right, fair, fair point. And that one's mobile? <laughs> yeah. There it is. It's just on a flatbed. There's, There's the, bundles. the bundles. Unbelievable. <laughs> I didn't know the system was this there simple. It is. I can do this. There it is. I'll set up. I got a good arm. Well, I used to. It's coming back, though. There it goes. <laughs> They're just chucking it over the border fence. That's amazing. This is, uh, it says south of Bisbee. That's Bisbee's awesome. great, but That's man, it awesome. is right there. <laughs> is that a bird? It's like a wingless bird. Oh, no, it's crashed. It's a violent crash. Is that a dodo? That's just cocaine. They shoot it over at us. And the right people pick it up? Yeah, it's air tagged. Uh, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> Even if the wrong guy gets it, I've, it, it's awesome. Well, drug addicts and druggies, you got a friend in me if you want to. I can Fight push. The system. I will be part of this for millions. And. You know, wake up every morning at 4 a.m. and I'm not pushing cocaine into Bartlett Lake. That's a ridiculous loss on my end. That's a big L for Johnny. Anyway, good luck out there for all you people pushing drugs out of boats or onto freeways and hoping that the right dude gets it. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Yeah, yeah.